Select the mask agents best suited for this mission. Jason G, DJ, movie writer, 80s guru, vehicle code name, Frontier. Wyatt B, sound engineer, movie writer, airman, vehicle code name, Dakota. Personnel approved. Assemble Mobile Armored Strike Command. Welcome, Mask fans, to MaskCast number 22. We thank you for joining us. We are going to take a quick break from the Mask episodes and our weekly reviews, or sometimes bi-weekly reviews, of the cartoon. And we're going to talk a little collecting tonight. We're going to take you through, basically, an overview of all the things that are out there in the mask world and collecting and we have a special guest to welcome in shortly but first let's introduce ourselves my name is jason and as always i'm joined by my partner in crime the lion o to my panthro wyatt how are you i'm doing good <laughs> okay i don't have a that you don't have a lion o voice <laughs> i don't have a lion o voice that's the closest i can get or maybe uh <laughs> Lionel! No. Yeah. Sorry, can't do it. <laughs> Did you watch any of the the new Thundercats? I've wanted to. I've been really wanting to see it, and I haven't been able to find a minute to do that. I think it airs on Saturday mornings, if I'm not mistaken, but I haven't had a chance to, to take a look. And I know all you technological fans out there, you know, I could watch it on YouTube, but, uh, well, I forget. <laughs> That's what happens when you have a mini Scott running around. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your brain goes to schmutz. I've caught a, a few episodes. Um, they were showing them, I think, weeknights for a while, and uh, they're okay. It's more of the, you know, along the Transformers Prime and G.I. Joe Renegades style, a little more geared towards the adults than the kids, but they were decent. Um, it was, you know, it's at least good to get Thundercats back. Right. So, but anyway, let's uh, let's talk a little mass cast. Um, mass cast number twenty pretty much went viral <laughs> in our standards, at least. Uh, that first week, we had over two hundred downloads of it. So we thank everybody for listening to that, and uh, we're up to about one hundred and twenty-eight downloads per episode now. So nice. we're very very proud of that, and and very proud of uh, of all of our listeners for for tuning in and wanting to hear about mask and interact with us and our last episode 21 i think wine and i both agree was our best yet i had real fun you know mixing the clips and producing it and we had some good uh questions back and forth to each other on the episode and we were really proud of that one yeah we were that was uh, we were just talking off air that you know i've listened to it at least four or five times already just and my wife's going crazy because why do I want to listen to myself four or five times? But uh, in any event, it was it, one of our greatest episodes, I think. Yeah, it, it seems to be, uh, at least in my opinion, uh, you know, maybe you listeners can give us some feedback, but uh, it seems to me we're improving each week and learning more and more what how to mix in the little clips from the cartoon, and and uh, the format has really gotten, gotten down pat. So we... Uh, we hope you will go back and, and look in the archive on iTunes or on Mixcloud and, and check out the last few episodes. But 
let's talk uh, MassCast 22, and uh, we have a special guest on the line tonight that we are going to welcome back. It is Bill Ferries with MattTracker.com. Bill, are you on the line? Yes, I am. How you doing, guys? Good to have you, Bill. Uh, how have you been? How uh, how's things going over at Matt Tracker? Uh, things are going pretty well. Um, you guys, uh, you know, as, as as time progressed and as we built up more of a relationship, we've been kind of cross promoting our services back and forth, and um, just hit the 900 mark and sent away our first prize to uh, Howie Decker. That actually went out today. So hopefully he's listening and he'll hear that it's on the way and he'll. Which I have in a few days, so it's worked out pretty well. Yeah, I've been yeah, trying I've been to uh, help you out with the likes over on Facebook, and uh, obviously you have been, you know, sharing some of our material as well. So it's been become a really nice partnership over the last, you know, few months, and I guess longer than that now. So what's uh, what's new over there on your on the site? Have you uh, added some more material? Uh, yeah, we've added some more material. I was able to reach out to uh, Graham McKenna, who was mostly responsible for uh, Brad Turner. Uh, so that was cool to add that interview. And, of course, you guys did a did an interview for the site as well. So that was uh, that was pretty cool, too. Um, you guys had some fun with that one, which I'm glad you did. Uh, good to get your insights on what you, what you were thinking and just the overall thought process of everything there. A couple new things we're working on. Uh, one, I started doing video reviews. Um, hasn't taken off too much yet, but they're basically just my opinion of mask items. Uh, I'm not going to do the cartoon. Somebody else already has that taken. You know, I think I think two guys are doing mask reviews of the cartoon episodes, so I'm um, stay away from that, and I'll do everything else. Um, don't want to don't want to cross any any territories there, but <laughs> you know, just kind of giving my opinion of uh, a couple things. And I started out with kind of just showing off my collections, and then. My first one was about the Argentina figures, which, if you guys saw it, it I don't like them. I, I actually hate them, to be honest. Uh, I have to have them in the collection, but it's just a shame that they were ever produced. But that's that's, yeah. that's another story. Um, we'll get to that. Yeah, I get to that. And uh, you know, I did some artwork for the website. Um, you can check you can check them out on the Facebook page or on the website itself. Just some uh, vector graphic artwork that. I was trying to get my skills back in order for some projects that I plan on working on, and uh, these turned out really well, I think. There'll be more in the future, but I actually uh, printed out Matt Tracker and Miles Mayhem, and I have it hanging on my wall. It's a, it's a nice piece, actually. It, I was I have it up there with all my other mask art, so it was pretty cool. And just another quick thing. Um, in the future, I'm not sure when, I want to tie together the message board and the WordPress blog together so it's more of a it's more of an interactive experience right now they're two kind of independent entities and I want to try to form them together so we're there we can get everybody chatting away and just, you know, I think it'll be a bigger community that way so mm -hmm. hopefully that'll be the case so that's, uh, that's kind of what's new there for, for the website right now that sounds good we uh we reached out to Bill mainly because of his collection and his uh, extensive collection, I guess you would say. Um, yeah, it's extensive, still. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Wyatt, on the other hand, is kind of in the opposite end of, I guess, our spectrum in that he has a few items, but he's he's not kind of the uh, it's obsessive-compulsive, <laughs> at least that I am. 
well, to a certain extent. <laughs> I can be an obsessive compulsive. Um, it's just not mask right now. Not that it's I have anything against mask, but uh, before uh, little Scott came along, I was really into Dukes of Hazard. So I had a lot of the cars, several pictures. I still have some other things, uh, even from my childhood. I've come across the uh, birthday napkins, uh, several other things. So that's that was my fad up until uh up until i had adam right now it's uh, not much right now of anything well you st- it's reason why we still have you here is because you're a huge mass fan and obviously have an opinion on the toys and the and everything so we'll get into our personal collections a little bit later right um first let's just kind of lay out what we're going to be doing in the episode we're going to be talking about collecting masks as a whole and basically what is out there. We're going to be breaking down toy lines, the DVDs and, and sets that are out there, comics, and kind of merchandise in general. And then we'll talk about maybe some unique pieces, uh, fan art, where we can find that. And then go into some tips for our personal tips for collecting masks and Maybe some strategies that can help people that are just starting out. And then after we break down Mask, we're going to be talking about our personal collections, and we can brag a little bit about that. And uh, we'll talk about a few of the collections that we posted up on uh, Facebook this past week. So let's first talk about the toy lines. Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. Convert Switchblade to jet mode. Surprise, Matt Tracker. It's mayhem! Fire crackers confirmed. Blaze McClane. Vehicle deep sold separately with a figure. You'll never catch the vampire. Whoopsie. Mask buzzard and delight. Each sold separately with two figures. Buzzard convert. Wrong. You flag cover. I'm heading upstairs, Nevada. Roger, Matt. It's a venom stinger. Look out. Hurricane <laughs> engaged. Firefly heading for the sky. Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. I'm getting out. Mask, Hurricane, Firefly, and Stinger, each sold separately. New from Kim. I guess we'll let uh, Bill go first and get his kind of overview of the vehicle and uh, figure sets. Sure. Um, well, as a kid, uh, as many, probably a lot of, it's a lot of us in the United States, we kind of stopped after series two when we were just kids i would say maybe we got a little bit in a series three and we had no idea what the uh, split second series was so we got all the ones that were based off the cartoon like you know in our faces everywhere and they were really well done um you can't you can't argue with the fact that these these vehicles and the figures how inventive they are um transformations although some of the transformations I do admit are, they make them look a lot worse than what they are but uh, <laughs> you know they have such such unique qualities to them you know as a you know a little boy you, you, you want a truck or a car they, everybody does no matter what your preference is if you have a car when you're younger that's all you need a little little toy car and you're fine uh, but you get you get all these bright colors and uh, all the unique characters just all this whole span of them and it's it you know the, i mean my for for my my dollar if i was going to go out and start collecting again i'd start with series one anytime um they're the easiest to find and i think they're the best of the set to be honest so you know that's kind of just a 
my brief overview there. Um, but as I said, series one and two were mostly the the ones that we I, I would say that we most of us had when we were younger. So those are the ones we're going to remember. So if you're going to recollect, go for go for those first. What say you, Wyatt? I'd have to side with Bill. Uh, you know, growing up with any toy doesn't matter if it's mask or or any other one, but uh, of course focused on mask. Uh, we all have our niche, if, whether it's the car, the truck, the motorcycle. For Bill, it was uh, Matt Tracker itself, himself. And like Bill, you know, the split second series was exactly that. It was a split second. And there is a niche for it, I'm sure, and I'm sure it's very valuable to the right person, as there's probably not a lot of those toys around. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, pun intended, uh, you have the Generation 1 mask toys, which that was the generation I remember growing up with the most, and that's the one I really want to focus on later on as, as time and finances allow. What say you, Jay? Yeah, I'll agree. I mean, uh, it was all about the first and second series. Um, I didn't have any of the racing series toys uh, growing up, as well as the split seconds. You are correct in stating that, you know, you go out there onto eBay looking for a Skybolt jet or a uh, Wolf Beast uh, Corvette. Um, you're going to be most definitely paying three figures uh, each for those. They are pretty rare and uh, the most sought after out of out of all the I think vehicles from the mass collectors. Um, the other ones are readily available on eBay and, and sites like that, and even some you know independent toy sites. But I, at mask as a whole, if you're going to look to basically start collecting the whole series, um, there's only about 40 vehicle and figure sets in all. If you're going to go that route, so it's very—it's not like GI Joe where there's hundreds of Joes, hundreds of vehicles, Transformers, you know, hundreds of those. So it's very uh, not too broad. About four, like I said, forty, and then you get into the little adventure packs and the uh, the other European figures and stuff. You know, that, those are a little bit more rare and can be expensive, but still, you're not talking hundreds and hundreds that would take up massive space, you know, in your in your collection. So, um, let's talk a little bit about the DVD sets. Um, Wyatt, go ahead with what your take is on what has been released so far. Well, we have the uh, Shout Factory version that's come out. We were There was a British one that was released prior to that, and they, they went with the Volume 1, Volume 2, and so on type of... Uh, identity and i'm sure there's some spin-offs like uh, australian releases and any other countries i'm sure a variation of it uh, i know we've spoken a few times that uh, jason and i went in and bought the british version when it came out first and uh, we've enjoyed that good quality to me i i don't know about your take jason but i i enjoyed that take i still want to i'm still saving up my pennies for for the Shout Factory uh, mask episodes. I'd really like to see that. Uh, but like I said, I'm saving my pennies. <laughs> yeah, the the UK version, it was decent quality. The the menus and the kind of uh, features and stuff were a little bit kind of clunky to get through, I guess you would say. But, um, it you know, it suited us fine for just, you know, watching episodes. 
Um, the Shout Factory, I was surprised uh, how many people I've spoken to that have been basically pissed off they didn't include the, the racing, the 10 racing episodes in it. But at the same time, you know, I don't care. Um, I, I know Mask as the first 65, mainly. Um, I'm not going to deny that the racing episodes are there, but at the same time, I'm I'm perfectly fine with getting the the Shout Factory. I have not own I do not own the Shout Factory one yet, but um, hopefully Wyatt and I will go in together and <laughs> maybe we'll get that one together like we did the uh, yeah the first part of the the UK release. Um, Bill, what do you say about that? Well, I I never had the UK one, and I'll be honest, I didn't know they existed until I started seeing some pictures kind of surface of the covers. I think they were um, Jetix. It's a, I think it was like a Fox thing or something like that that was released over there. Um, the Australian release was with um, Madman Entertainment, and they actually reached out to us at MattTracker.com to put some special like featurettes on the on the CDs. So there's actually um, some like some of the concept art is on there and uh, pictures from the site and things like that. Nice. For credit is somewhere on there for that, but I don't remember where. Um, I have the set somewhere. I can I can dig the information up just to show you. But they did uh, they did two box sets. They kind of just split the series in half, and that one does have the racing series, so, but it's region four. Um, so if you have a multi-region DVD player and you want the whole set, quality is really good on it. Um, you know, for a cartoon from 1985, there's not much you can do to really enhance it. I would imagine. Um, but it's a it's a good set that came out uh, probably about four or five years ago. I would say. And it does have them all, and it has our little little featurette in there, so uh, it's good there. Uh, the Shout Factory, I got that in not too long ago. I am very happy with the quality of it, and um, I was happy to see that Mel Gildan and uh, Gina McCarr were able to give some of their insights as well in there. They have a, they have some video interviews uh, you know, with the with the Shout Factory crew about their experiences with the with the show, the you know, the writers and. Things like that, so that was cool too. And I'll be honest, I, I never liked the racing series, but I was kind of upset that it wasn't in there either. Just be, like, there's a, I'm sure you guys are fans of the Turtles, right? Well, oh yeah. Their DVD release of the cartoon series was butchered beyond belief. Um, the the final season of Turtles was finally released, I think, a couple months ago, um, and it, it was missing episodes of another season. They put them on there, so they're all out of order. And um, you know, if you're if you're if you're spending, you know, seventy dollars or whatever it is on a DVD set for a nostalgic cartoon, it would be nice if it was in there. But I can understand where they're coming from because with the Turtle DVD set, I was kind of upset that it took them, you know, ten years later to get put out uh, discs or set nine and ten. I'm just you know, I, I didn't know how it ended. I forgot. <laughs> so, and, and you know, not many people. Remember um, the racing series because uh, it, it only was ten episodes, and uh, it didn't have any really memorable moments that I remember. But it was still part of the mask, you know, life. And uh, uh, hopefully, Shout Factory will come out with a you know a smaller DVD uh, release of it. I'm sure they will at some point. I don't see why they wouldn't. If they have the first 65 episodes, I don't understand why they wouldn't have the last ten. So hopefully in the near future they'll put that out and everybody can have a, a complete set. And one thing I'll mention before we go on the onto the comics, uh, 
the DVD set, I believe, is now down to about $50 on Amazon. We have a link on the blog uh, to cl if you want to click through there to go and grab it. But um, it's been about the lowest price to date that I've seen at least. I usually keep a, a watchful eye on, on the DVD set. And uh, I don't know, maybe come Christmas time it'll drop down some more to make it uh, even more ownable for some of us that are saving up our pennies. Right. Now, on to the comics. I just have recently, uh, recently this year, I've been a mass collector for, I guess, about uh, over a year, uh, I would say. And uh, I've just recently gotten more into the comics. DC Comics put out uh, two sets. The first set was only four issues. That was in uh, 84. 85 and 86, and then right behind that there was a nine-issue set, um, and they're they're good. I, I, you know, the the stories in the artistry, everything um, I've enjoyed uh, kind of going through. I'm hoping that uh, we'll be talking more about the comics, and maybe having a special mass cast just on the comics and some of the stories in the near future. But, um, and then obviously, you know, when you're collecting the toy lines, uh, I think it was probably Series 2 where you got the little mini-comics. And there was three of those that were put out um, in with the toy lines. And then after DC, I'm not sure if it was after they had ended uh, the second line, but uh, over in the UK, they put out, I believe, 80 comics over the course of a couple years. And then... They actually joined with Eagle Magazine and put out 22 more uh, comics with Eagle Magazine. So over in in Europe, in the UK, they've they really had an extended life over 100 issues. Whereas you know you just got the mainly 13 issues here in the U.S. and there was an introductory issue. I've seen it pop up on eBay now and again that I've been wanting to to snag. Uh, as well, but um, if you want to go to comicvine.com, that's a pretty good resource for the comics and what issues are out there. Even on the, uh, they have some UK and uh, Eagle issues posted covers. Um, it's a pretty good resource for uh, for comic collectors. Um, Bill, do you uh, did you collected any comics? Well, the funny thing is that I, as a as a kid, I wasn't really big in the comics. I loved all the comic book characters, as if anybody's seen my, my home office here, you can tell that I have a little bit of a uh, obsession with them, but uh, I actually just started buying them uh, not too long ago. It was kind of later in my collecting, I guess. Um, and actually, I don't know if they're still up there right now, but the mini comics that you mentioned, they're up on eBay, uh, 1, 2, and 3. So if you guys need them, get them before this gets out there, and you, know, you guys are, have a step up. Uh, but on everybody else there, but um, I didn't realize there were that many released. Uh, I, I knew of the first two sets that you mentioned, but I didn't know that the you know it carried on in the UK. So I'll have to check those out. Um, it's uh, sounds like something else I can I can dump more money into. So uh, I'll check out uh, Comic, I'll, I'll check out Comic Vine and they can get some of my my revenue for that there. So um, yeah, the comics I I have um. Some of the second set, I don't have any of the first set. Uh, I have like one through six and then nine through 11, I think, um, or whatever the numbering was. I don't even remember, to be honest. 
I haven't looked at them yet. I don't want to take them out of the packaging. Uh, I'm just uh, afraid to touch them that they'll fall apart. <laughs> so um, uh, they're in good shape, but you know, older older books get. So I just don't want to ruin them for right now. Anyway, I'm sure at some point I'll I'll end up taking them out and giving them a quick look through. Um, but I know that I've seen some of the pages in there. As you were saying, the the artwork's really great, and the the stories are good in there too. I've seen some of them online. Um, inventive is what I will say. So, so it's a it's a good continuation of it. And you know, if you can afford to get them, I would get them as quickly as possible before I start buying them. So. <laughs> Wow, I, I'm really impressed. I know I'm a mask fan, but I I think you're taking the icing on the cake, man. Because Jason, you well, know far more about the comics than I ever did. I knew there was the first two sets, uh, like Bill said, and I figured that there were more comics. Uh, we had learned recently about the mini comics, and I kind of thought there would be a UK version since it is very popular over there in the UK and in Europe, but. I really didn't know for certain that there was uh, any existence of it. So, you know, uh, good on Jason for doing his homework because I didn't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, just to follow up a little bit, um, my main obsession was the, the toys to start, the, the, the toy lines, the vehicles and figure sets. And then, uh, you know, once I dove into collecting some of the comics and found out there were some overseas I was I was all in um, I just recently uh, I bought 12 issues of the Eagle magazine off of eBay UK and I'm anxious to get those in the mail one was the uh, the very first issue of the the joint effort there so uh, yeah they're they're out there you got to look uh, in a few places, we'll talk. We'll give you some tips here a little bit later. But uh, eBay UK is uh, is one of those places to go when you're trying to look for some of those rarities, uh, European variants. So, uh, and one thing I do want to mention too here is a, an awesome resource for comics is over at BoulderHill.net. Uh, Eric, who we've had on the show, he's got all three of the mini comics up for you to, to basically read right there on the site really cool so we're hoping to have eric back on and, and talk basically just an overview of all the comics i believe he's got some more ready to release as well um and just quickly going back to resources mainly i know bill over at matttracker.com he's got a great overview of, of pretty much everything you can go in there and, and learn about the toy lines you can learn about the the cartoon episodes how many episodes was you know Cliff Dagger in, for instance, you know, he's got that information up there and then information about the comics and pictures of merchandise and, and everything. So, you know, those basically over at Matt Tracker, BoulderHill.net and then AlbertPineo.com and his mass page is my go-to resource pretty much when I'm collecting the toy lines and the figures because he's got pictures of every single little part and accessory and mask and you know everything that's that's part of that the whole toy line he's got pictures of over there. It's a really great resource for uh, new collectors. So um, I think Wyatt, you're up, right? I think so. Uh, Wyatt, why don't you talk a little bit about it's it's pretty overwhelming when you're talking about just the merchandise, but 
maybe you've got you've collected a, a few pieces of just general mask merchandise or had your eye on a few. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I'll tell you, I haven't done much mask collecting lately. Um, the only mask toy I actually, I take that back. I The first mask toy I ever had was Condor, which was probably the majority of what mask fans started out with. And, of course, it was just a toy at the time. You play with it, you, you know, you shoot them out of a cannon, you know, bury them in the sand type of thing. Uh, Jason has generously been able to score me a Thunderhawk and a Switchblade recently. And um, he's kind of been my uh, so-called contracted auctioneer to, to, <laughs> to get my, my toys a little bit. Um, just right now, it's just a starter because I'd really like to collect the toy line is what I, my goal would be is to, to collect the toy line. Maybe not everything uh, for the entire mask collection, but maybe I'd say the first two seasons, really. There's so much out there, though, of mask as, as not as well known as mask really is compared to, like Jason said earlier, Transformers, G.I. Joe, uh, even Turtles, you know, that there's, it's really impressive what's still out there and the merchandise that's out there. And now, uh, even the newer, re- uh, merchandise that's come about, we have people now starting to make, uh, t-shirts, retro t-shirts. Um, we have a good friend of ours that we'll mention a little bit later, but, uh, Good buddy of ours, uh, Swivel Arms, is starting to make artwork uh, of uh, fan art and so forth. So it's it's really neat to see that Mask is coming back, uh, and I think almost as a full force with merchandise. Yeah, I mean, there is there was room for a sticker on it or something. You know, back in the 80s, there was always, you know, merchandising. Uh, I haven't gone into it, you know, as a collector that much um a few odds and ends just to, to kind of see what they are and, and to play with don't, novel- don't be yeah oh, okay <laughs> you're a toys r us kid uh, oh my i know uh, yeah exactly um but uh some some kind of merchandise things that i've collected i've got one of the storybooks i don't know how many storybooks they released but um mine is called mission meteor which is you know just basically a, a kid's book he would read lots of pictures and the story is actually tied in with episode one the death stone they just changed the name over to mission meteor i don't know if death stone was uh kind of over the top for storybooks at the time but i figured if the kids were watching on tv kind of doesn't make sense if you're uh you're changing the name for a book but uh, i got one of those for uh the boys to read and of course me as well i've got the mask board game um which turns out is not quite that fun. Um, at least the rules are kind of, I don't know, out there. It's kind of strange rules. And uh, but the the game itself is very cool. The board, um, it's you got a bunch of cards with uh, vehicle. It's basically caricatures of the vehicles on the uh, the playing cards. And you go around the board and you uh, try to. I think you try to collect all of one of the vehicles. Uh, to win the game, but um, that was neat. Of course, the uh, GI Joe Matt Tracker. I had to grab me one of those out on eBay. Um, I think it was just this year. I uh, got one of those on the card. I've been wanting to find one maybe 
a little bit cheaper out of the box that I could like set up at my desk at work. Um, I just think that would be fun to have uh, to have on your desk. That's really about it as far as uh, as the merchandise go. I know there's there's tons of stuff, and I know Bill has uh, probably at least 50 pictures of just general merchandise out there. Um, you know, like the Viewmaster discs, and uh, the one thing that I thought was really cool was this uh, Viper water gun mask. Bill, why don't you tell us about that one? Uh, sure, it's, uh, it's one of the newer things in my collection, actually. And the funny thing is, is that I, I forgot that they existed. There's actually um, one for Spectrum and one for Ultra Flash as well. Uh, I saw it in an in- a comic insert, actually, uh, like an ad for it, and I was like, what is this thing? You know, I, I I probably had them when I was a kid, but I don't remember them. Uh, I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to finish that in my video review of it, to be honest. I'm going to take it out of the box and maybe clean it first. I don't even know where it came from, but uh, uh, I'm going to try it out live action. Hopefully it works, and I'll spray <laughs> somebody somebody I, 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 close to me, either my wife or her, her brother or something like that. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, it's it's really... It's a really nice uh, item. Uh, I was lucky enough to find it with the box, and if you've seen any of my reviews or anything like that, I necessarily don't have to have the boxed items, but if I come across it, I'm not going to pass it up. So, like you were saying about the Matt Tracker uh, G.I. Joe figure, I keep looking on eBay to find one out of the box so I can set it up. I don't want to ta- buy one and then open it up. Um, I feel like that is uh, wrong. And uh, I don't want to. Exactly. Wanna, so, uh, but if I find one, I mean, if I find two, I'll let you know. Um, and we can each have one on our desk at work or something like that. Uh, but I just don't want to open it up. And to tell you the truth, that one I sent out to Howie uh, Decker, who won the, the first uh, giveaway for our website, I, I kept looking at it and I'm like, oh, I should just open it up. Uh, no, I can't, I can't. I've given this away. <laughs> so it was hard. I had that in my had that in my office here for. I don't know, four months, three months, and just sitting there, like a, what's it, telltale heart, uh, the, the beating of the heart underneath the boards. Uh, it's kind of want to set it up there with all the other stuff I have. <laughs> and um, I found uh, recently uh, some mass cassettes from over, in, uh, I think it was eBay France, or eBay Germany. Uh, that'll be another thing that we'll talk about later. I don't have a cassette player, but I saw them and had to have them. They were pretty inexpensive. And that's one of the cool things, too, about the merchandise itself. A lot of it isn't too expensive. You can find uh, the the Viper mask that I got. I think I got it for $30 shipped. It's not too bad, considering that I don't know how many exist. Um, the cassettes, I got them for like $3 a piece. You know, so there's all kinds of stuff like that. You can get their sheets. There's uh, curtains. There's, there's mugs. Um, there's trash cans. There's underwear, which I find to be creepy. When you change into Fun Pals and Underoos underwear, you can pretend to change into a hero. Mask or illusion is the ultimate weapon. Freddy, what are you doing up there? So I have the pictures actually posted on my website, and I, I think it's borderline uh, abuse in these pictures here, but um, <laughs> I, it was, it's, I was at a comic book ad. Uh, I, I have them up on my Facebook wall under my collections. Uh, Actually, one thing I really wanted to get the big wheel back. I know I had that when I was a kid, the Thunderhawk big wheel. How cool oh, would wow. that be if you could drive around in that thing, you know? That'd not not awesome. your kids, you. Um, but, yeah, that'd be cool, too. But there's, there, there were so many things. Uh, there, were, there were Velcro wallets. There were 
um, like you said, some storybooks. I think uh, I mean I think I have like 20 pictures of the covers on there. I don't have the actual books like inside of them, but that would be that'd be cool if we, if you were able to find those. Um, there were uh, unfortunately only a couple video game releases on, and they were all for the Commodore 64. I have one of them. Um, I don't have a Commodore, and I'm sure if I did, it wouldn't work anyway. So uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if it works or not, but I know that I've played the game before uh, with an emulator just to try it. I don't condone it, but as a as a mass fan, I wanted to make sure I at least said I played it. Because uh, I, I know I didn't have a Commodore 64 when I was a kid. But it's, um, it's a Commodore 64 game. We'll just, we'll just call it that. Uh, it wasn't great, but you know, it's a nice piece of nostalgic history there. Uh, there were radios, clocks, uh, paint-by-number sets, train tracks, which would be cool to track down, um, Daredevil race set, like the Hot Wheels one, um, uh, lunch boxes, and eating trays. There was just so many things, and it's just kind of like scratching the surface, really, to be honest. I'm sure there's a lot of things out there that I don't know about, but I do, I do kind of look around for them because I'm getting to a point now where I have a, a big majority of the set of vehicles and figures, which I'll, so I'll talk about that in a little bit too. So I'm looking around. I think I just recently picked up um, Party Favors uh, or maybe Invitations, I think it was. Um, they're on eBay right now. Uh, normally they keep popping up. I'm guessing somebody has a case of them. So if you want to get something pretty unique, you can grab those. Yeah, so uh, they got that, that, that mass puzzle uh, not too long ago. That was pretty neat. I remember having that as a kid too. So it's, um, you know, you got to look around uh, just to see what you can find. And it doesn't just fall into things that were produced either, uh, which we can get into in a couple of minutes with the with the fan art and everything, or art in general. Yeah, I have a I have a pretty it's it's not great not 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 great yet, but I do have a, a couple of really cool pieces from like obscure items. So and you can always check those out. I update as much as I can, which uh, is almost once a day, uh, just uh, in general anyway. At least I post something up there, but you can always see the pictures there. Um, and yeah, I guess uh, if anybody has that train set and they want to sell it, uh, you know, let me know. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah, with uh, with two little boys running around the house, I would love to have that mask uh, slot racing set. I've seen it up on eBay a couple times for I don't know, I guess around forty, fifty bucks, which is probably a steal. But um, if it works. <laughs> uh, that I remember having slot racers as a kid, and uh, that would be really fun, really unique piece to have. And uh, there's, yeah, I mean, there's literally thousands probably of things like that. I, I do have now, I just remembered, I do have the birthday party invitations. I've managed to go find a, somebody was selling about half a dozen of them, and I've sold a few back to, uh, to collectors on eBay. Um, so that was another piece that I had from just general merchandise. So that concludes the first segment of MassCast 22, talking about the toy lines, the DVD sets, comics, and merchandise. Coming up, we have our fan art, our own personal tips in collecting, and our own personal collections, which include not just Mask, but other collections as well. So join us for our next two segments on MassCast. Mask. 